This episode of The Matt Report is brought to you by Malcare. Learn more about Malcare at malcare.com. You've heard me talk about Malcare before, but they're back with some interesting updates. Not only are they the WordPress plugin with instant WordPress malware removal, well, let me read some of these features. Deep malware scanning. They know about malware that other plugins don't. Number two, that one-click malware removal process makes it super easy to remove from your WordPress website. And number three, a new feature called Autobot Ultra Defense System. Okay, I made that Ultra Defense System part up, but get this, it automatically blocks the bots hitting your website. So not only does that protect your website, but in the long run, it'll improve speed of your site from not letting those bots through the doors. Check out Malcare at malcare.com. That's malcare.com. I don't want to be a malware specialist. You don't either. Check out malcare.com. Thanks for supporting the show. This episode of The Mal Report is brought to you by Newsletter Glue. Find it at newsletterglue.com. Build and publish newsletters inside WordPress for serious online writers. Publish newsletters like you would a blog post in WordPress. Save hours and get more readers. Newsletterglue.com. You can find the free version if you search in the WordPress repo for Newsletter Glue. It's going to take on Substack head-on. So if you've not heard of Substack before, this is that very popular email newsletter publishing platform. You're sort of locked into that platform you can kind of sell your membership stuff, but you don't really own this. It's sort of this rented land thing. If you want to own your newsletter, if you want to make publishing a podcast with a newsletter easier, you're selling things, you're selling digital content, Newsletter Glue glues that content to your favorite emailing platform. Just makes life super easy. I love it. I use it at the WPMinute.com. Makes my life so much easier for 76 bucks a year for one website all the way up to 25 sites for only $372 a year. Newsletter glue is a fantastic value. Beautiful UI, wonderful support. And hey, one of the co-creators was actually a guest on the Matt Report before. So check it out. Newsletterglue.com. That's newsletterglue.com. Today I'm experimenting with a new type of podcast episode called Play It Forward. I'm borrowing this concept from a show called Three Clips that we produce in my day job, Castos. In that show, the host, Jay Akunzo, asks his guest to play it forward by recommending another podcast that they should absolutely, the listener, should be listening to. I'm excited to do the same today by sharing three clips. Okay, another thing I'm borrowing from our show by sharing these three podcast episodes with you today. So how can you take part in playing it forward? Number one, go check out the podcast that I'm highlighting today. They're definitely worth subscribing to. They're definitely worth listening to. Number two, share these links to the episodes on social media. Number three, say thanks to the hosts and guests that I highlight today. Putting a podcast together isn't easy. Go tell them they're doing a great job. I pulled these clips out because they were either really solid business advice, painted the picture of what it's like to be an entrepreneur, or illustrated real clarity to an upcoming goal. You're listening to the Matt Report podcast for the resilient digital business builder. Subscribe to my newsletter, mattreport.com slash subscribe, and follow the podcast on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Better yet, please share this episode on your social media. We'd love more listeners around here. Okay, here we go with clip number one. Clip number one is from the WPCoffeeTalk.com podcast. This is an interview led by Michelle Frechette interviewing Bet Hannon. And I thought this was a fantastic episode. And more specifically, when Michelle asks the question, what's the one thing you wish you learned earlier in WordPress? <laughs> it brought back some very interesting memories of running my own agency. Here's the clip. What's something that you wished you had learned earlier in your WordPress journey that would have made life a little easier? I 
I really wish I had understood more about how to um, value my time, my team's time, and and pricing. Mm-hmm. And you know, I came I came into doing this with a little bit of a foundation in business. My my grandparents ran a retail; they ran a little grocery store, and mm-hmm. so a lot of some of the business things and cl- dealing with clients in some ways, you know, uh, some of those values and kind of stuff that I came with that. Um, but pricing gross, you know, products like groceries and pricing services is really different. Yeah, it really is. There's such a range and it's a, it's just a different thing. And so I really wish that I had understood how that worked. And then that, you know, as you, as you gain skills and experience, whether you're a freelancer, you're working on a team, you know, all of that, as you're gaining experience, you know, you're doing things faster, you're doing things right the first time. And all of those are value of value to the client, you should be, I mean, it's, it's a value based kind of preparation, mm-hmm. raising your price. But it's hard to do that sometimes, you know, it is. Um, um, so I think we're finally, you know, our agency is really, in some ways, kind of just in the last three years, you know, out of 12, <laughs> making that, you know, it's like turning an aircraft carrier sometimes, you know, it's going yeah. to <laughs> wow. Can't um, do it on a dime. <laughs> no, for sure. And then, you know, it, uh, I hadn't really thought to, I guess I had thought about it once in a while, but I had a talk with a guy here locally that in a tech, you know, as you're meeting people in other tech, outside WordPress, you know, other tech mm-hmm. stuff, and he said, oh, uh, he's CEO of this thing, and da, 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 and he said, I would just be raising the price every year until they, you know, you, you're going to, then you weed out some of the people, you know, that, that uh, are problem and uh, just looking for the cheapest thing and, and until yeah. uh, you get pushback for sure. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. We'll have to see how that all goes, but we certainly yeah. hadn't for a long time raised prices for our existing customers. So. Yeah. That's how I was when I started out freelancing as well and quickly learned that I couldn't keep up the pace that I needed to turn out the work at the price that I was charging people. So it definitely, you have to find that tipping point for yourself, whatever that is. Well, yeah. And in terms of pricing, you know, just sort of like be really becoming more of an agency and then getting, you know, getting our folks to full time and then realizing, yeah, you know, if I'm going to pay this person full time, I really ought to offer them health insurance and <laughs> we we ought to offer offer an IRA, you know, an IRA, and we ought to mm-hmm. offer some other benefit, you know, uh, more paid time off than I was giving. <laughs> and, you know, I was like, yeah. you know, all of that began, all of those expenses began to creep. And as we're doing more complex projects, then we have more software licenses that we're buying, yep. more services that we're paying for. And, it's a big snowball. It's a big snowball. And it's kind of like, you know, at a certain point, somebody said something about, oh, yeah, you could, I grew my agency to 15 people. And I'm like, no, I'm not going there. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> it's like, I don't, yeah, no, I'd rather do a bunch of part-time, I think, I think, I don't know, today yeah. I'm saying that, you know. Here we are with clip number two, and speaking of running an agency, oh man, there's so many lessons to be learned from running a WordPress agency. In the next clip from the Women in WP podcast, hosts Angela Bowman, Tracy Apps interview Tori Capistron to talk about some of the lessons that she learned running an agency, finding value, hiring, firing, doing things your way. I loved it. Listen to this clip, share the episode. So this definitely brings us to a, a big question as you, you, you're talking about building a site for yourself, building a site for your husband's business. Other people saying, oh, you did that. Will you do it for me? But there's a huge transition that you made from being this kind of solopreneur, charging $200 for a website to being an agency with employees 
um, how many employees do you have now and how long did it take you to make that transition and what challenges did you face? What advice would you have for people in doing that? Yep. So we have a core team of four and then we have a couple really key contractors that they just, they know how we work and they know how we do it and our, our protocols um, in and out. So I consider them core team members, but they, I've tried to hire them and they're like, no, I want to be my own boss. So they're wonderful, but core team of four slash six. And, um, we, I would say last year, which was, um, 2020 was the year (laughs) that we, I'm trying to, I told myself I wouldn't swear, but it's like, just like my normal thing. So I'm having to find other words for things. Um, (laughs) but 2020 was the year that we, we figured out a lot of hard lessons. I'd say that we grew a pair last year about (laughs) like in a lot of ways a lot of ways. We grew a pair when it came to deciding that a new hire was not going to work. And we figured it out like within a week and we hung on for another week. And then we just, we, we cut the cord, right? Like two weeks we're in and out and we're not going to, we're not going to spin our wheels. We're not going to waste the time. If it's not the right match, we shifted away from nonprofit work and we offboarded that sector to an agency that is structured to work very well with nonprofits, which we are not. Um, so we were like learning these really hard lessons and then accepting the lessons last year. Cause that's the other hard part. So I would say last year was when we figured out these are the, these are the positions we need to fill. We had a core team of two at the beginning of last year. So, um, and that, and that, that was that way for years before that. So how long did it take? I don't know. We're six and a half, almost seven years old. Um, I think that the first I would say the first two years were basically me operating under a company name, trying to develop policies and pricing. And it was just me and figuring all that out. And then in 2016, I hired a, a mix between an executive and a personal assistant because I was just a mess and I had a 10 month old and, um, momming is not like my primary strength. So I did not want to be a stay at home mom. I did, I, you know, I needed, I needed help with like everything. So on on top of having a nanny, I was like, I need help with life. So I had this executive slash personal assistant and that was the most logical first hire ever Mm -hmm. because it just, it doubled my time that I could be spending on work. And I, I think that was a crucial first step. That person is still with me and is now my integrator, which is kind of an operations person. That's um, there's this great book called rocket fuel that we use as a team. I'm the visionary. She's the integrator. She will be, she will be with us um, as long as she wants to be. She's my, she's my work spouse. So it, it did take, I want to say three, four years before I really figured out that I wanted this to grow so that it could be the best place to work ever. Like before that, I was just, I was like, I got to figure out this thing and, and life and being a new mom and having an employee. Um, and it's just a different game now. We're just different game. Plan to win it. Want to have, want to make as many jobs as I can make. Want to give as many people as possible an opportunity to, to like be Tracy's, like say, I just figure it out. And I am a techie and 
I want to be myself. So one of our core values here is authenticity. So if you identify as a mermaid, you get to be a mermaid. Like I don't, that's awesome. Um, and that's, it's unusual. I love that I can actually be 100% myself in my job. And so I'm trying to create that for others. In our third and final clip, you'll hear from the new owners, the folks from Hero Press, uh, take over the Hallway Chats podcast. Really exciting to see that the 150th episode of Hallway Chats sort of close one chapter, open up a new chapter, and here's where they're headed with Hallway Chats. About the time that we were thinking of doing a podcast and about the time we talked to you, uh, a friend of mine in India, who's one of the organizers of WordCamp Mumbai, uh, approached me and said, hey, I want to do a podcast with you um, about Hero Press people and and kind of make it like a like a hallway chat. <laughs> I said, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is the time. <laughs> yeah. So, so, what's, so what's happening with that? Uh, we haven't talked a whole lot about it. I told him that, that we were working on this. Um, uh, we've, we've got a bunch of ideas. He might be uh, another host. Mm. Um, oh, that would be you cool. Know, we've talked about the girls being involved. We don't want to have four or five hosts and one <laughs> guest, but but maybe we rotate hosts and one week it's Kate and I and one week it's Kate and Sophie and, and then maybe this yeah. other guy and, you know. Cool. Uh, we'll see. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super thrilled to see how the show evolves over time under your stewardship and uh, to see the, the exciting new ways that you take it and the way that you support the community and bring it closer together in ways that Tara and I could never have imagined. That's, that's really, I think what I'm looking forward to the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We had, um, yeah, we had um, had some ideas. We'd been talking about maybe a family podcast. You know, we'd been, I, I would like to try something where it's literally sitting around the table chatting about, you know, WordPress, have some hosts. So so we might try some different formats. Um, I know to get started, we're going to look at some, maybe some people that you are familiar with in the community, but that are doing some different kinds of things in the community. Mm. Um, and uh, the it would seem that COVID has been an opportunity for a lot of people to start thinking outside the box when it comes to events and um, meetups and what does community look like and how we can come to, you know, come together. And so, I mean, a, that gives me the, I, I'm, I'm not quite as outgoing as Topher is. So it gives me a little time to get comfortable with the whole format, but um also, I think it's it's nice to take a look at, you know, just the new things happening. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I know you've been really involved with Big Orange Heart. Um, and so I'm sure that that connection also has introduced you to a lot of people in the community who would be really and are doing amazing things for the community. That would be great to chat with on Hallway Chats. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been crazy. Um, I've talked to more people during lockdown than mm-hmm. I think I did in any given year. Um, but between, I was initially involved with organizing WordCamp US, um, so I got into more of that angle, which brought me into helping out with Big Orange Heart. And so the number of people I have met doing things has just exploded. Um, Something that I've been struck in years of dealing with HeroPress is what it means to be a well-known person. Um, I've run into communities that are very insular 
Um, the Nigerian WordPress community is very large. There are a ton of people doing really great things. And inside that community, they kind of all know each other. And so if you were to ask one of them, should we interview this person? They're like, oh, they've been on a podcast a lot. But you wouldn't know them, you know? And so um, I want to delve into those communities. I don't want to find those people who are doing great things in some place, some other community that you're never going to run into by accident. Um, and um, try to, I don't know, connect the strings around the world from place to place. Yeah. Well, you have you have such an archive of, of hero press stories that to even... I mean, it would be really interesting, maybe. Yeah. I, mean, I talked about this. I'm just like, but it'd be really interesting to like go back to somebody who who wrote a a piece for Hero Press, uh, you know, a couple yep. of years ago, and see what they're up to now and chat with them. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, you've got yeah. you've got such a worldwide audience with Hero Press that I think you can take hallway chats all over. That's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed the play it forward segment. Let me know what you think. Tweet at me at Matt Madeiras at Matt Report. Don't forget. To click on the show notes and click and share the links of the clips today. Listen to those podcasts. Subscribe to those podcasts. Say thanks to everyone who puts together those podcasts, including the host, including the guest. Leave them a review somewhere on iTunes, Podchaser, wherever they ask. Check out those podcasts. They do amazing work. Podcasts aren't easy to put together and keep it going. So I'm appreciative of everyone in this space putting together WordPress podcasts. Okay, we'll see you in the next episode.